Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallum. On a previous episode, I talked about Audio Game Hub. Audio Game Hub, or AGH, is a mobile app that uses music and sounds to create games just for the blind and visually impaired. AGH carries eight audio games. Some of the games let users participate in Robin Hood-style archery contests, battle superior samurai warriors, or, for our young listeners, match farm animals. Since its launch in April of 2017, Audio Game Up has gathered over thousands of downloads, received superb user reviews, and created some new and exciting games. Yorick Bexa, did I get that right? Yes, that's correct. <clears throat> is Audio Game Hub's project lead. He's here to tell us about AGH's success and some of its brand new games. Welcome back to Speaking Out. Hello, thank you for having me. It's great having you here too. Tell us a little bit about your role as project lead for Audio Game Hub. Sure thing. I just want to go uh, update. Uh, at the moment, we have 13 games, not 8. 13 games? Uh, okay. 13 games, yes. We're expanding, we're growing. Wow. We'll get to more of those games in a second, but tell us about your role. Yes, so uh, things haven't changed since last time. I'm the project lead. I'm a designer and a sound engineer. So technically, I do everything besides coding. Everything besides coding. That's a big role. Tell us about Audio Game Hub and how and how it got its start. Yes, so Audio Game Hub is a set of uh, accessible games, and we used to call them games for people with visual impairments, but at the moment we say it's a game for all. And a lot of our clients told us, uh, yes, that was the first time in my life when I could play together with my sighted wife, which is really awesome. So we're trying to call it Audio Game Hub, which are accessible games, not games tailored for visually impaired. And how it all started, it started as an academic project. It's a part of my PhD that I was doing in New Zealand. And the motivation for the project was one blind person who was playing games. And he told me on one usability study, you know what? No one really makes good games for us. And instantly I started thinking, well, why is that happening? And someone should do something about it. So I made the decision to look into the game market and try to make some of good games. Many blind and visually impaired users, because of course this is a blind and visually impaired show, what have they said about Audio Game Hub? I've heard it's gotten some rave reviews. Oh, they loved it. So we're getting really, really encouraging and positive feedback. People are uh, asking for more games. People are asking for translations into different countries. People are proposing us, uh, hey, maybe you consider that game, maybe you consider another game. So we're getting really, really cool feedback. And the most engaging one was from one father who's blind. And he described to us how he was playing together with his two sighted kids. They were playing Samurai game, which is a multiplayer game. 
and he just wrote how amazing it was, and it was it was his first gaming experience with his sighted kids. That's that's the best thing. It sounds like Audio Game Hub is a big success. I under I also understand that the app got the best accessibility experience nomination during the 2018 Google Play Awards. Talk about that. Oh yeah, so that was pretty random. Uh, we were working as usual, you know, daily routine, and we got an email from Google, like, "Hey guys, we like what you're doing. We would like to get to know you better." And first thing is like, "Whoa, we've been recognized by Google." And same day we got an email, another email, "Hey guys, we you've been nominated in the Google Play Awards in the best accessibility experience uh, category." And that was great. Like that gave us a lot of recognition. Many people started uh, writing about us uh, around US and different countries. Uh, and that gave us like a big boost of downloads. Uh, great thing. That was, we didn't expect it at all. Well, keep up the great work. We want to learn more about Audio Game Hub and how it works. So what happens when the user, if they have an iPhone or an Android, how do they fire up the app? And what oh, instructions so are they given? So that's easy. So first message that you're going to hear is to switch off the accessibility mode, which is voiceover on iOS and talk back on Google. The reason for this is uh, our application is self-voiced, uh, which provides, we believe, and many people agree with us, a uh, better user experience. Uh, the annoyance is that you have to switch this mode off. Uh, and another thing that you're going to hear is... Uh, use headphones for best sound experience, which is basically true because we, we use a lot of stereo and sometimes 3D sounds uh, to, to, to describe what's happening in our games. And when you first launch it, uh, we introduce uh, a tutorial. So first time users, they're going to be guided by hand how to use the menu and then how to, how to use each of the games. So it's fairly easy, straightforward, and quite... Uh, let me call it low entry barrier. There's nothing to be scared of. They're very user friendly. And the games aren't aren't even to be scared of either because you've got many of the easiest games out there. Let's talk about one of them. Um, memory. How, how do you play memory? I hear it involves trying to match some animal sounds. Yes, so memory, we looked at existing memory games and uh, to be honest, we didn't like the quality of them and we wanted to improve that a little bit and make our own version. And basically what you've got, you have boxes placed in the stereo panorama and the boxes that are on top, you can you can find them by the higher pitch sound. So the box on the top will have a higher pitch sound, the lower boxes will have a lower pitch sound. And also the boxes on the left will be played in the left uh, speaker and accordingly the boxes on the right on the right. And all you need to do is to use your finger to find the box and you will hear a specific uh, like a wood knock sound. And then you open the box by double tapping and then you listen to an animal sound. And your task is to find pairs of animals. And once you find them, the farmer will take them away. And basically this is how you complete uh, the levels and there are a couple of levels each level has smaller boxes and more animals to to be found yeah so it's like a classic memory game remake what other animals are there any cows horses and sheep in this game yeah so we went for the farm animals 
Uh, we had some ideas to make a zoo game, mm, but yeah, we decided to go for a very simple theme. Uh, let's make it a farm, and you just need to find you know animals that you can find on a, every average farm. Yeah, tigers, rhinoceroses, and elephants—they <laughs> may have been a little bit too scary for some of the users. Unless, unless it's a farm in Africa, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, a farm in Africa. <laughs> So we talked about memory. You've also got, a t you, you give users a taste of Las Vegas or Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada is north of Vegas, by the way. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of casino hotels in those cities. And the listeners are surrounded with casino sounds in their own home by playing the slot machines game. What do our listeners do to see the colored dot slot reels? Pull the machines. And win lots of coins. They don't win, win real money. No, they don't. So, uh, Salt Machines was our first uh, casino game. Later, we introduced uh, Blackjack, which is a little bit more sophisticated. But in general, we wanted to provide the experience, uh, how, to, how it is to be in a real casino. We used real casino sound recordings. And, uh, yeah, basically, you're welcome to the casino. Uh, nice sounding uh, female voice invites you to the table and introduces you uh, to two of our games and explains how to play them. And the rules are quite simple. In slot machines, you just pull the lever and then change the bet. That's it. Uh, and in blackjack, you just play a blackjack game. It's basically we we picked one of the the games that's played across some of the U.S. casinos uh, with some restrictions, like you can't do splits. Uh, but in general, it's it's just a simple blackjack game. The blackjack game, is that 21 or bust? Yeah. All right, we're going to move out of the casino now, and we're going to go to archery. It lets players try to shoot their arrows towards a bullseye using their fingers. A soft to loud foghorn sound, and there's vocal narration in this too. How do these aspects of archery help the user score the target numbers of points? complete the intense rounds, and win the archery tournaments. Yes, yeah, so archery was another game we wanted to play with. And technically, you can imagine that in front of the player, there's a board, a target board. And the cross aim goes from left ear to right. And the user's task is to release the arrow when you hit the sound exactly in the middle. So imagine like a guiding sound just waving from left to right. And on higher levels, it goes faster. And there's another thing. If you hold the, the arrow for too long, your hands is going to start to shake. And you're going to hear also a pitch modulation, which is going to go in up and down, plus to get a in stereo panorama. So it's best to shoot as fast as possible. And you just need to release the arrow in the middle. And there's another game uh, very similar to that concept, which is called The Hunt. That game, that the game is slightly different. Instead of having a like a static board, target board, in hand the actually target moves. So you need to find the target with your finger, localize it, and then release the arrow. But very similar games. Uh, they're both fun. There's also labyrinth. You find the exits of the creepy indoor mazes. How do our listeners do that? Oh, so labyrinth is. Like a 
not like a choose your own adventure game. It's basically something like MUD, multi-user dungeon, but there are no role-playing mechanisms. It's basically just walking around the labyrinth. And what's cool about Labyrinth, every game is different. We have a random Labyrinth generator. So if you play 10 times, I guarantee you that you're going to play 10 different Labyrinths. So it's never the same. And what the player does, you are in the dark. Uh, labyrinth consists of chambers and they are square-like. And you can go uh, north, east, south and west. And in each room, you can get a vocal information where can you go. And you can also hear it by some sound cues, like hitting the wall. But the, the easiest way to get out is to listen to the guiding sound. It's like this tone coming from the far. And the closer you get to the exit, the more loud it becomes. The louder it becomes. Uh, yeah, and this is how, how you basically find the, the, the exit. Uh, but with the update of Audio Game Hub, we introduced uh, three new games. Uh, I don't know if you have uh, played them. Uh, this is Bomb Squad, Animal Escape, which is a remake of uh, Frogger, and uh, and Simon, like a classic Simon remake. Oh, wait, Simon, that, that uh, game where you had to press all the different sounds and the colored lights in a pattern? Yes, and another version of it is the Bomb Disarmer, which basically you are a member of the Bomb Squad and you go to different places around the city. And all you know is that the terrorist, he gave a clue in form of a sequence, which you have to repeat. And if you make a mistake and you have a wrong sequence, the bomb is going to blow up and you die. Uh, but basically you go around the city and disarm bombs, which is a pretty cool game. An Animal Escape. Uh, Animal Escape is one of the favorites at the moment. Many people told us, like, guys, best game so far. So imagine you are an animal uh, and you have to cross the really busy highway and you use sound cues, like, you know, on what ground you're landing so you can hear the footsteps on different grounds. And we use Doppler effect to simulate cars coming from left and right, which gives a really, really cool experience. Like, you can feel... You feel like you are on the really busy highway. It's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Don't you also have another game called Blind Cricket? Oh, yeah. So Cricket is a standalone game. Uh, the reason why we pulled it out from Audio Game Hub because the audio assets were too big. We didn't want Audio Game Hub to be you know, like a couple hundred megabytes hub. So we decided to make it a separate one. And... With this one, we we got a request from our users on Kickstarter. Hey, can you make a cricket game? And we said, yeah, we're going to have a look into that. So what we've done, we we had a meeting with the Blind Caps uh, cricket team in New Zealand. And they explained to us how the game works when you are visually impaired. So they explained that you have some bells in the in the ball and that you and, and explain all the rules, how you play. And then we did some field recordings with them. So we took the recording equipment uh, to the grass field. We recorded the hit sounds. We recorded some voices uh, with them. And basically, your task is to progress from the school level and advance to the international level and become the world champion of cricket. And become the world champion. Sounds good. Um, Samurai Tournament, Samurai Dojo, Blocks and Hunt. These games? What do you have to say about these games? Yeah, so Samurai, uh, this is from the old Audio Game Hub. Uh, this is probably the only only multiplayer game that 
people can play, up to four players can play on the same device. Um, it's a reflex game. So imagine you're a samurai in a dojo and you're practicing your, um, some people call it ninja skills. So you listen to the sound cue and whoever touches his part of the screen the fastest, he wins. So it's like a reflex uh, deathmatch. Uh, the blocks. The blocks is a remake of a game called Bejeweled. Basically, you have your task is to sort five different types of boxes and scan their barcodes, and you have to put them on the tray. And if you put three boxes next to each other, they're gonna disappear. But the difficulty is that there are only four places on the tray, and you have five types of boxes, so you need to manage them uh, wisely in order not to be stuck up. Uh, and the innovation in that game is how do you know what's on the bottom of the tray? So in that game, we introduced this cool echo sound. So you can basically find out what have you put on the tray previously. Um, and I, was there any other game I missed? Uh, don't, are, um, aren't there going to be any upcoming games in the future? I hear there's a runner game. Oh yeah, yeah. So Runner is the last game that we we promised to develop uh, during the Kickstarter campaign, and this is going to be a cool game. It's going to be a game where you run on. We're not sure yet what would be the theme, but you're gonna run on the lane. You have three lanes, and you're gonna have obstacles. And some obstacles you can shoot them. Some obstacles you can jump over, and some of them you have to. Uh, dodge them by, like you know, like uh, probably jumping to left, right, or even dock. Uh, and we also thinking how to add some kind of a story behind that, so it's not just like running forever. We want to make it uh, maybe into some levels and put some simple story behind it. But it's gonna be a runner game, just like if some of the players are familiar with the game Angry Gran Run. Uh, or Temple Run is gonna be is gonna be similar game to this. That's excellent. Did you have um, hire any narrators to do the audiobooks? Oh yeah. So if you if you have a chance to play the Red Riding Hood, you will find out that every character is a different voice actor. We have also sound effects and we have really beautiful music. So we work with the top voice actors in uh, in New Zealand. Mm, like this is our model. We we want to deliver best quality uh, audio experience in our games. We even prefer to make the game simpler, but the execution we want it to be top quality. We can achieve uh, at the moment. Top quality, the best you can. That sounds good. Um, you were t you mentioned the Kickstarter campaign. We talked about this last time. How did <laughs> mm -hmm. it do? Oh, it went pretty well. So the campaign goal was set up to six thousand. We ended up uh, we ended up getting back for eleven thousand something, and yeah, that went pretty well. We have a little bit of delay. Uh, the five games we promised we're gonna do <clears throat> took us a little bit longer than we expected. So we needed to go and find our daily jobs, uh, and that slows everything down. Like if you imagine. If you work 40 hours a week for a corporation and then over the weekends and your free time, you're continuing building the games, it slows everything down. But we had to do it. 
uh, the Kickstarter campaign was not enough to build five new games. Uh, yeah. Was uh, the Kickstarter campaign this 6,000, 11,000, was that in dollars? Uh, yeah, uh, New Zealand dollars. New Zealand dollars. How much does that convert? Do you know how much that converts to U.S. dollars? Uh, as far as I know, one U.S. dollar is 1.5 New Zealand. So it's around like 30-40% uh, difference. Okay, all right. So out of out of uh, on top of the head, it's probably like seven thousand US. So it's yeah, it gave us a kick. Uh, we were able to pay the voice actors and the team members uh, to build those games. But five games is is quite a lot. Uh, How do our listeners download Audio Game Hub? Easy. So the easiest way is to go to www.audiogamehub.com. There are all the links to all of our games. Or you can just go to your App Store or Google Play Store and look for Audio Game Hub. Uh, game is free to download. Um, couple free games, are, couple first games are for free. Later users can continue playing for free uh, in return of watching an advertisement. And technically, users can uh, buy a subscription. So once a user gets a subscription, all the games are ad free and you can play them as many times as you want. If they need any customer support or assistance, what do they do? Oh, so we also provide a email address. So if someone wants to talk with us, there's an email address, contact at audiogamehub.com. We usually try to reply within two days, uh, sometimes faster, sometimes longer, depends on our availability. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's the easiest way to reach out to us. Now, um, you mentioned earlier in the interview that it's not just real. This audio game hub is not just for the blind and visually impaired anymore, but also for the general public. How many more members of the general public are playing the game compared to the blind? Just curious. Ah, so we we implemented a mechanism to to find out how many visually impaired players are playing, and I can tell you that around eighty percent of our gamers are visually impaired. And there are twenty percent cited, and total amount of downloads for Audio Game Hub just exceeded one hundred thirty-three thousand, which is pretty awesome. That is awesome. Is there anything else that you like to add? Mm, I don't think so. I, I think if I encourage you to try out Audio Game Hub if you haven't done it uh, yet. And look out for updates, and especially the ones on Alexa. Uh, Alexa seems to be a very cool platform uh, for gaming recently, especially when you don't have to you know, use the touchscreen and you can just control the games with a voice, which is pretty awesome. Well, Audio Game Hub continues to enrich and entertain the lives of the visually impaired. Thanks so much for all you do for the blind community and for joining us today. My pleasure, and thank you for having me, and I'm hoping to talk with you again in the future. Thank you. And before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website, that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. 
My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org, and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash uh dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Listen to Eyes on Success for information about products, services, and daily living tips for people with visual impairments. We cover everything from the latest advances in adaptive technology to discussions of various jobs, sports, and hobbies. Eyes on Success is aired on ACB Radio Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern and repeated every two hours until 8 p.m. Thursday. I'm Nancy Goodman-Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. We We hope hope you'll you'll join join us. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. Change a light bulb, save some green. Just replace traditional light bulbs with energy-efficient bulbs and fixtures. If you're like most people, 20% of your home electric bills go directly to lighting. Every light we switch to one bearing the government's Energy Star label uses at least two-thirds less energy than older bulbs. Such a light will save more than $30 in energy costs over its lifetime. Brighten your environmental future from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices, some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org.